to Stani and Guru on 95.7 The Game. See, that bothered you, didn't it? Oh, it totally. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. All right. Yeah. Let me make it clear, though. The person who is not bothering us is the Cam Manman. He comes here courtesy of the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Cam, how you doing, man? Sonny, I think in 48 hours I'll be sitting in the palestra watching a basketball game. What game? Big Ten is hosting Harvard. As long as my red-eye flight gets in tomorrow night. Wow. Let's go, Quakers. Right? Got to see a little Ivy League uh, basketball that, so, before we see some big-time NFL football. On look at You'll get a great look at the palestra for that game. There'll be about 600 people there. Uh, have you ever been to oh, the Kyle, palestra? Kyle, Kyle Usek might be there. I might have to represent for Kyle. Oh, that's a good point. Hey, uh, boy. Real quick, uh, have you ever been there? I've been to the University of Penn. I've not been in the play. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. Cool. Um, let me ask you this, because a couple people uh, on the text line had asked you, can you tell us basically the, the 49ers routine this week? When, when do they fly into Philly? When are they getting there? When did yeah. they practice? All that stuff. It is, it, it is a little bit different this week because the NFL kind of takes over some of the scheduling in that the Niners would like today, for instance, a Thursday, they would usually have a lot of their locker room access and interviews after practice. Um, but because the NFL has switched things up, they brought out, well, I say like four players um, to the podium before practice, along with D'Amico Ryans. And then we got Kyle Shanahan on consecutive days, which only happens um, during the playoffs, something like this. So, Basically, the schedule's a little bit different. It's like player-wise, they're fine because at the practice, they just don't have to deal with us after practice. And then tomorrow afternoon, they will board a flight and they will head to Philadelphia. And they will um, they they are not staying right in the heart of downtown like they have in past years. I believe I don't want to give away where they're staying, but where are they? What time do they get to Philly on Friday? Gosh, you know, I, I just know that they fly out tomorrow afternoon, I think around 2.30. Because I know some okay. people like to do the farewells out of here. Um, so they'll so get my there guess is, 10 or 11, right? probably. Yeah. What's that? They'll get there around 10 or 11 at night on Friday. Yeah, yeah but you know what? For the for the local fans here, because a, a lot of them will line up down by the train station or the Niner buses leave. So I would imagine that they should probably be here after 1, maybe between 1 and 3.30 is when that, those buses would depart for the airport. Gotcha. Cam, before I talk about this showdown, oh, I'm this sorry. Sun- I'm oh. sorry. And then, what's Saturday look like for them in Philadelphia? Yeah, so I don't know exactly where they'll do it, but they usually will do a walk through practice at some field, um, very private and secluded. Uh, they have not allowed media to attend such walk through practices for about 20 years. It used to be a cool thing to do, um, but uh, sometimes they'll do it on a high school field or a college field that's not being used. And obviously, this time of year. Um, there should be plenty, and it's the weather should be all right. I think it's a high of fifty and clouds expected Sunday. So, hey Cam, speaking of which, since Stani asked you that, I got a question now, and only dumb questions the one you don't ask. But okay, you're an NFL football player in another city the the night or day before a big game. These guys are human. I got to ask you, Cam, a trip to the mall. Like like what a movie? What's frowned upon, or from your experience, what can these guys do to where oh you're not focused, or are you in your room all day and night watching movies after you're done with your walkthroughs or whatnot? Yeah, it, you know, by them getting in, like like we're saying, probably late Friday night or Saturday morning, I can't imagine that they're going to go out and hit the town, right? It's, even if they have, a, I'm pretty sure they'll have a curfew. 
okay. at some point. Maybe you know, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they let those guys go. And you know, in my experience on the road, you know, I may bump into these guys at a at a mall or something like that. They don't they don't go out um, like individually to to bars or restaurants. Sometimes they'll go do a group dinner um, at places rather than eat um, at the, whatever the team's offering a buffet style. In a big game like this, I don't know if they're, if they're going to be on lockdown or not. I know, obviously, the hotel is very secure. Um, families often will meet the guys in the lobbies. Um, it, it's it's a very controlled environment, let me put it, put it that way. But there's also, they have to have some freedom to go out if they want to. Um, I remember at the Super Bowl 10 years ago, I think it was the night before the game, and it was probably about 11 o'clock at night, I ran into like one or two players coming out of the French Quarter, and I was thinking to myself, well, that person really should not be out. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't lit up or anything like that. But it's like you know, you, you got to go out and get a walk. But it was not the, probably the right time to be out. Now we know we got John to talk about this showdown this Sunday. But Cam, I can't stop watching last Sunday's game against Dallas. And I got to be honest, I didn't think that Cowboy defense that has some special players could stop this Niner locomotive. Can you share with me and Stani and the listeners? When you were in that press box watch, watching that game, were you at all shocked at the success that Dallas had containing the Niner offense and all their weaponry? I wouldn't say shocked, but I, I, what, what did surprise me was how athletic and, and, and hot pursuit Micah Parsons was on almost every play. Which was, So basically he was as advertised. Um, and, and also, Demarcus Lawrence played really well too. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, the defensive front basically they just they stuffed the Niners. Um, how they tried to run, and then the second half, the Niners wanted to play more power ball and just and just go up the middle. Which honestly, you guys, back in training camp, I talked about this that this was going to be more of a power run team, and they really showed when it counted uh, against the Cowboys that they they got these beefier offensive line like Aaron Banks and. and and Trent Williams are able to pull and push guys out of the way. That's what opened the hole for McCaffrey on the touchdown. Um, and it's kind of like they they say they, they grinded them down, and that's probably partly true. But I also remember this was the Cowboys' fourth playoff game in a row. They were on a short week's rest. So I guess I was kind of surprised that they were able to get to it. Um, and then one more thing I'd say about this, Trent Williams talked to us today. And he said, you know, in the playoffs, you're not going to come out and run for 100 yards out the gate. Um, a lot of it is you're, you're, you're feeling things out and you want to see how the defense is playing you in certain aspects, and then you adjust, um, which I thought was pretty insightful. And then at the same time, you're going to be going into Philly, and you got to make sure you get points on that board fast um, because you do not want to play from behind there. Yeah, you're right about that for sure. Man, it's going to be fun. I, I'm, I'm trying to think, and I know the 49ers have had success this decade, but for some reason, Cam... So, um, this one feels this one feels like it's more anticipated than than the others. I don't know why. I don't know if you feel that way. Well, you're aren't you a Pennsylvania guy? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, well, there that that could that could blame it, but yeah, I, maybe I hear what you're saying. I'm saying 49 fans. Cam, well. Yeah, good call. All right. No, but I mean, it does have that sense of this is a big game, right? Yeah. This isn't like the next step game. This this seems like it's going to be a heavyweight bout because mm-hmm. each side has. All you know, pro Pro Bowl, all pro caliber players, great defensive line. It's like the the battle of the trenches game that's set up so often that they talk about. But there's also these uh, superstars at the quarterback, receiver, and running back positions that fuel the NFL popularity, and that's why I think everybody is jacked to see how this is going to go. And I, you know, I think it's going to be a tight game. I, I have the Niners winning twenty four to twenty three. 
Wow. But sometimes when we think it's going to be a tight, like low scoring yeah. game or something, that's when everything goes haywire. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's a high scoring game. With tur- I mean, turnovers could, you know, flip the game instantly, and that's just unpredictable. Hey, Cam, before we let you go, Stani's been coming here with a tight hip, and he's got this little gadget where he put, you know, I saw McCaffrey Theragun. with it. Yeah. Theragun. Oh, Theragun. Yeah. Hey, What's up with McCaffrey things. and his calf? Because I saw him with one using that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's fine. I'm worried about Stiney. Now, I'll tell you that Theragun. <laughs> the DMI. I, I got, listen, I got my wife back for Christmas two years ago. We've been married, I think, 23 years. And she said the best Christmas gift I ever bought her. And it's incredible. It, it is great. I mean, then, because the Niners have been using those here for, I don't know, maybe four or five years. And guys use them a lot, like on their sore muscles. Um, McCaffrey was not using one. On, I mean, he's bruised. I don't think you want necessarily to slam that into yeah. and irritate the bruising more. Um, but he was suited up for practice today as we were going out to lock, uh, as we were leaving the locker room. And Shanahan had told us he's not practicing today. McCaffrey told us there's zero chance he's missing this game. So when I saw him in the locker room, I said, hey, you're all suited up. Are you going to practice? He says, I'm going to be ready to go. You know, he's, he's playing. It's just mm-hmm. he, he's not participating in the official practice. What he did do um, and what he's doing this week is taking part in the walkthrough. It's kind of the slower uh, version where they're going through their script of what where you need to line up on plays. And then they run through practice. Thursday is their full-speed practice day. So this is their bigger full-speed practice. But... So his duties are probably falling to a guy like Tevin Coleman, who won't be in the game, so that McCaffrey uh, and Elijah Mitchell can have fresh legs, although Mitchell's not practicing today uh, as well. Cam Inman, have fun, man. He's going to be a great game, I think. Okay, guys, I'll see you at the top of Rocky Steps on uh, Saturday Saturday morning. That's Brocky. Eye of the Tiger. Oh, Brocky. Yeah, you like that? that? <laughs> yeah, not as bad as my pun. I just posted on Instagram of uh, a video of... of your quarterback there with the lineman. I called it beef and broccoli. Oh, I get it. I'm going to give you a okay. two, Cam. <laughs> that's pretty that's, good. That's, hey, I'm, I'm a three-time dad. I can make dad. That's true. All day. That's true. Yeah. All right, buddy. Take care. All right, see you guys. All right. All right.